Hello, this is Pastor Kong Hee. I want to thank you for joining us on our podcast. I pray that you'll be blessed in Christ, encouraged by the Word, and experience an encounter with God. Remember, knowing God and being known by Him is the greatest pursuit of life. Enjoy the message. This is the final installment on why we in City Harvest Church and THN are Pentecostals. We are Protestant, Evangelical, Pentecostal. One of the seven distinctives of Pentecostalism is the doctrine of the second coming of Jesus Christ. Classical Pentecostal hold the view of Jesus as the soon coming King. Pentecostals are not at all shallow in biblical theology or doctrine. Our belief is firmly grounded in the Holy Scripture. One day, the disciples of Jesus asked him a question. What will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Jesus went on to explain that this age will come to its close with his second coming of Perusia, and it will be followed by the age to come. Now, the age to come is the eternal state where we will see God face to face. At his second coming, Jesus says there will be a resurrection from the dead. He says in Luke 20, verse 34 to verse 36, that those who are counted worthy to enter into that future age will do so by the way of the resurrection from the dead. He called these the sons of the resurrection. Now, let's be clear that this is a bodily resurrection, not a spiritual resurrection of the soul that happens at regeneration, water baptism, or death. So there are two ages, this age and the age to come. This age began with creation, but with the fall, it's now dominated by evil, wickedness, and rebellion against the will of God. Galatians 1.4 calls it this present evil age. It is characterized by sin and unrighteousness. This present evil age bears the stamp of the prince of darkness, Satan. Paul calls him the god of this age, Jesus calls him the ruler of this world. The devil is permitted to exercise a terrible influence throughout this age by inducing men and women to live displeasing to God. It is both unbiblical and naive to think that Satan is now already bound and is no longer the tempter in the world. Yet, you'll be surprised that many actually believe that Satan and his demons are no longer around. But he is, although he already is a defeated enemy. Because of the atoning work of the cross, we can now be delivered from the power of darkness while we continue to live in this present evil age. In Jesus, we can experience eternal life, even in the midst of death and decay. Our salvation begins the moment we put our faith in Christ, but it will only be consummated in the age to come, at the second coming of Jesus. For this reason, Satan is still extremely active today. He knows that his time is short. He's working overtime as the evil force behind every temptation, suffering, and persecution. Lawlessness will increase more and more each day, and the world will get more and more sinful. There will soon be a great tribulation when Satan and his antichrist will rule the world aggressively attacking the people of God. This will accumulate 
in the battle of Armageddon. And when the whole world is on the brink of complete annihilation, Jesus will return to save the righteous and judge the wicked. The Lord will defeat Satan, his antichrist, the false prophet, and all their evil forces. When we turn to other Bible passages, the transition from this age to the age to come is not a simple transition. The book of Revelation tells us that after the second coming and before the age to come, there will be an interval when the saints will reign with Christ for 1,000 years. This interval is called the millennium. It will be a time when Jesus reigns on the earth in righteousness, peace, and joy. This doctrine is also known as pre-millennialism. The word means before the millennium or the second coming of Jesus before his 1,000-year reign. Practically all classical Pentecostals are pre-millennialist. In the doctrine of premillennialism, there is a rapture. Majority of premillennialists believe in a post-tribulation rapture. This was the dominant view of the early church in the first five centuries. This is also the view of City Harvest Church and THN. We are post-tribulation premillennialists. At the end of the millennium, there will be another general resurrection a final judgment, and then God will set up His permanent reign in the new heaven and new earth. Now, we Pentecostals reject idealism and preterism. Idealism and preterism don't read the book of Revelation plainly and literally, but only allegorically and symbolically. Preterism believes that all end-time prophecies have already been fulfilled by AD 70 with the fall of Jerusalem. It teaches that the second coming of Christ has already taken place, symbolically. We don't accept this. We can't accept preterism. A plain reading of Revelation tells us that Jesus' second coming has yet to take place. The danger of preterism and its allegorical style of interpretation is that it allows anyone to assign whatever meaning they like to scriptures according to their own bias or imagination. In the life of Jesus, there were more than 300 prophecies from the Old Testament that were fulfilled by Him. All these prophecies prove that God's Word is true. Not one of them was fulfilled in an allegorical manner. Not one. Every prophecy was fulfilled literally and to an amazing degree of precision. Jesus was born of a virgin. He was born in Bethlehem. He came into Jerusalem sitting on the donkey. Every prophecy, literal, literal, literal. Amen. This is a very important series. We started by explaining why we are Protestants. Then we went on to explain why we are evangelicals and why we reject liberal theology in all its forms. Then we explain why we are Pentecostals and why the baptism in the Holy Spirit as a second blessing is so important to us. We also learn why we believe that tongues is the initial outward evidence and why we have no problems speaking in tongues publicly and corporately in a worship service or a prayer meeting. Then, 
as classical Pentecostals. We are Armenians and not Calvinists. And finally, we are premillennialists. We are not preterists. We have hope in a literal second coming of Christ that is preceded by a rapture and a resurrection. At that time, Jesus will come to establish the kingdom of God and we will reign with him forever and ever. As you can see, Pentecostals are not shallow in biblical truths. We have a huge body of Bible truth that is rigorous and defensible. As we busy ourselves in the Great Commission, as we win the loss and do missions, let us also contend earnestly for the faith, the gospel, which was once for all delivered to the saints. Thank you for joining me today and for this whole series. God bless and thank you.